Episode 42 of the Chronic Cluckers. Fuck you, Andrew. That's how we start every episode now. Yeah. Fuck you, Andrew's the new train horn. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Andrew. Let's get going. The the train's just coming by, and every time it goes, baby, it's like, fuck, 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 Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn. Damn, damn, damn. You, uh, yeah, she's pretty loud. I think she'll be heard. She's sick. She has COVID-23. <laughs> uh, she really does. She has that respiratory bug that's been going around that everyone's getting. That's Not everyone's testing positive for COVID, though. That's the thing. So yesterday at 1.35 a.m., you texted, I'm so hard, boys. What was that about? I was pretty drunk. Who else got a text like that? I'm scared. That was in the group chat. Uh, over here, right? Yeah. I, I, and Andrew texted me like maybe a couple hours later. He's like, is he drunk or something? I, I did. I, I did. I'm so hard, boys. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's the Can name of the podcast. I'm so hard, boys. This is the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, so. the he came out and he was laughing and told me that he had texted that to you and Andrew in the group. Oh, chat. I told you about it. Well, you did. Yeah, I told you about it. Yes. You oh. went in the bathroom. You came out. I was standing in the kitchen. I think pouring you another drink, or or maybe I was making a new hookah or something. I don't remember. But I, I was doing something for you. And, um, <laughs> but, like, Kevin decided to be solo drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what is, um, I mean, oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot more to this. So I did not drink. I drank a glass of wine. There's a lot more to this story. Get on Kevin's level. She had three glasses of wine. Nothing crazy. Some Martha Shard. We'll give our review of Martha Shard soon. Yeah, I'll give you that review. It's delicious. Anyways. So, not as um, delicious as a little bit of the bubbly. So he goes in the bathroom and he comes out and he's laughing and he says that he checked out you guys a group chat. And all I said was, Does does Cody know that you're with me? And he said, Yes. I said, Alright, then you're fine. He said, yeah. Andrew's gonna have a lot of questions and they're probably side texting each other about this right now. Yeah, Cody knew I was with you because he said, What are you doing today? And I said, Vegas and he said, Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So he had that I was information. He went to Vegas because we're going to Vegas next weekend, right? Yeah, we're going to Vegas no, on Monday or Sunday. Oh, I need yeah. to ask Diana if I can have a day off. Sunday, whatever day you want to leave. Do you work Sunday? No. What time do you get off Saturday? 11. Oh, okay. I was like, at night? Fuck. No, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> we should go to the hookah bar on Saturday. <laughs> okay. So, what day are you guys coming to Vegas? We're coming Sunday. When's the... The hotel is on uh, Monday, I believe. Oh. Let's check the itinerary. <coughs> the itinerary. They popped my good mattress, by the way. The children did. That's how we're, well, we're coming Sunday, so he won't have to... Uh, we'll have to worry uh, about that on New Year's now. Yeah, we'll, well go buy a mattress. Oh, yeah. We just need to buy a fatter mattress. I have, I have a pool mattress. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Or you could sleep on the couch. It might be more comfortable. <laughs> no, you sleep on the couch. 
My dog ate it, but... Oh, you know what? Cindy won't be with me that weekend. You can just sleep on Cindy's bed. Oh, on New Year's? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, she won't be with me. When can we figure out Sunday? Because my original plan was to put Cody in Cindy's room. Oh, I guess it's on Sunday. Fuck. Okay, we'll, we'll probably be there. Um... We'll leave on Saturday. Yeah, we'll probably leave on Saturday. Yeah, we'll until on Sunday. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm glad he oh. reminded me. Cool. He almost lost the whole day. So then I need to tell Diana if I can have Monday and Tuesday off, yeah? Yeah, if you don't want to work, yes. It's up to you. Okay, and that's the... Monday. 12 and 13. What? That's the 12th and 13th? Yeah. Um, yes, 11, 12, and 13. Check out 14. Okay. The check-in's not till 4, so we'll probably be able to get in about 1 or 2. <clears throat> okay. I just text her. <coughs> so you want to leave on Sunday and then just leave early? Um... Yeah, I want to go to the hookah bar Saturday. Um, you can just sleep at my place. Yeah, we can do that. We can uh, leave early. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave from the hookah bar. What? Leave from the hookah bar. Uh, it'll depend on how Cody feels. Maybe he wants to sleep <laughs> in his bed. I don't know. <laughs> We will see. Oh, it don't matter. We can do that too. I don't care. Yeah. We'll figure it out on Saturday. I got four days of rest. Very true. We ain't resting. <coughs> um, it's yeah. better than what I've been doing. I'm, I'm getting uh, wasted on Sunday night, Monday night, and I'm dying on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then. Like, happy birthday. I'm going back to bed. And since Andrew, <laughs> since Andrew won't hear this until next Monday, on Sunday, I'm just going to be texting him solo the whole time. It's like, I'm so hard, boy. <laughs> Leave me alone. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, because he'll know I'm with you, and you'll be like, oh, Cody's doing that for you, huh? Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, what the fuck? I think I'm so... Okay, so... I'm so hard, boys. Is the name of the episode, but th this is quite the fucking trend. Well, I probably put it in production, right? No, I must have put it in social. No. Oh, right there. I put it on the homepage. All right. Let's see the statistics. There's a weird trend of high of high listenership. Now, when I say high, I mean like seven plays. But we have seven plays on episode thirty-nine. CM Punk's dick. We also have seven plays on micro penis struggles. So there, there is quite the theme with dick themes here. <laughs> I know. Um, well, helicopter dicks only got four plays, so it's not guaranteed. I think my dick's hard. I'm so hard, boys. Not my dick's hard. It's got to be I'm so hard. Yeah. It can't be so hardcore that it makes people not want to hit play. <laughs> um, I, I think we have quite... Four plays for No More Train Horn this week. Whew. Well, last week, by the time this gets uploaded. Wild. I wonder what else we have. We got eight plays on Snoochie Boochies. 
Let's see. I can't believe you don't remember that. I don't know how we got 13 plays on Tesla's Tesla's and more Tesla's. I think I've done this a few episodes where I just start talking about past episodes that no one gives a fuck about. It's time for the we're starting recap. We're starting to average five plays per episode. That was stuck at like two for a long fucking time. Well, how many people are on our Discord now? Oh, I don't fucking know. I let, the, I let the internet handle that shit. Let's see. <laughs> the, the internet can fuck that up for all I care. 7,524.50. I can monetize my audience? <laughs> oh, my. We don't want to do that yet. Official crime fuckers. No. Let's see. It's all good. No one is blowing it up. Just you guys. That's funny how we're like, yeah, let's make a Discord, and we never go on it. Me or We you. have a total <laughs> of eight members. And I'm only going to throw the uh, Discord invite out on Twitter once a month. I'm not going to mass promote it. It's going to uh, be a It's going to be a uh, a slow climb. A private community, a beta test. The wordle was a little difficult. I got it in 3. This one? Woke or woken? I think that is it. Yeah. Yeah, I got it like in 3 or 4. Yeah, because I was thinking when I find I I just can't, fucking words that don't make sense. I'm just like, is this a word? Is this a word? It was, it was. But once I got that much, I was like, oh, maybe it's the easy word I'm not looking at. <laughs> well, I got the I think I got the N and the E first, and then, you should have because you did penis, right? Yeah. And then I ended up getting the O, so I was like, talk talks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I just <laughs> oh, if you do Cox, you'll get the K too. <laughs> you'll have the E N O K. Oh man, you'll have the whole fucking thing right there. I can imagine how many people did women as their first word and were so pissed off. But like, yes, no, it's not an M. It's a K. Oh Fuck. yeah, that's what I did. Money. Penis needs money woken. <laughs> Penis needs money woken. That is a sentence, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, I got really fucking drunk. And I played a lot of video games. By play a lot of video games, I mostly died. A lot of times. My and character just kept on running in a wall. I passed out. Well, <laughs> I bought this game... A couple days ago, called Escape from Tarkov. Mm. I wanted to play it. I wanted to buy it. I finally bought it. But I hadn't played it yet. I installed it. I hadn't played it yet. Um, and I wanted someone to play with. On the Steam? Uh, it's not on Steam. Oh. It is a PC game, though. Okay. Um, but you, you don't buy it on Steam. You just you buy it on their website. you got to play it on a PC. Right. Um, and... I hadn't played it yet because I didn't really have anyone to play with. And I was like, eh, 
I don't know if I want to play it right now. I installed it. I was like ready. I was like, maybe I'll play it solo. I don't know. And then my friend was on Facebook and I was talking to him, but I didn't bring it up yet. And he's like, oh yeah, I built a gaming PC. And I was like, you did? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, tell me about it. And I'm like, let's play Escape from Tarkov. And he's like, I'm broke. And I said, I want to play Escape from Tarkov. Put this code in and redeem the game. So I bought him the game and then like waited for him to download it. And then I jumped into Tarkov when I was super fucking drunk. And that is not a good time to learn Tarkov. Because uh, when you... You got to heal yourself in Tarkov, like, after games. Or you go into the next match injured. Mm. And so the game has, like, a... It kind of gives you, like, a little... Learning curve, like, advantage. Like, the first 30 games you play are the first five levels of your character. Um... You can heal for free. After you heal 30 times or reach level 5, you have to pay to heal. I have no idea how much it costs to heal. You don't pay real cash. You pay in-game cash. But I have no idea how much it costs to heal. So, I'll know when I finally get through 30 games or level 5. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I just uh, remember that we kept putting it on the night mode because I didn't realize you had to pick a time frame day mode or night mode and I couldn't see shit because the brightness was that game looks like garbage and when it's nighttime in the game don't play don't play night nighttime hours unless you have a fucking uh, unless you have like a flashlight in the game or something but it's a lot of fun <coughs> It's probably the best survival game out there. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's still like an early access title. And they don't have any plans of making a console version until the full release of the game comes out. Um, I, I don't think it's going to get an Xbox or a PlayStation release until either Sony or Microsoft buys their development team or something. Because that game is, like, never going to be officially released. It's always going to be an early release, in my opinion. But we'll see. Cool. I guess that Marvel Midnight Suns game got good reviews. Have you seen the, the trailer for the um, Hogwarts? Yeah, Universe yeah. Kind of looks good. I'm probably not going to play it, but it probably looks good. I'll play it. Everyone's trying to boycott it because of um, the author's stance on the LGBTQ community. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, the, the boycott, the, the Hogwarts game. It's because of her stance on LGBTQ. Um, I won't buy it, but if it's on Game Pass, I'll buy it. Oh. What happened? We're talking about uh, Final Battle? Yeah, sure. Or, well, what's that? <laughs> what the fuck's going on there? That's all I was trying to figure out. Oh! Oh! 
Oh, now I see it. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I was going to ask if you wanted to see Pono Bottle, and then I forgot that we're probably not going to be able to. I don't know. I'd just rather find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Generator take it. Kenny Omega. Nice. She's a wrestling fan, too. That's awesome. Did you watch Dynamite? I did. What did you think of the uh, William Regal exit? I am getting tired of, like, everyone going, Oh, well, it's supposed to be three years. He's supposed to be gone three years. Oh, no. He's got an out on his contract. Oh, no. There was a special thing where it says that if Triple H becomes in charge, then William Regal can go back. What do you think is going on? What's the truth? Do you know the truth? I don't know the truth. He probably, he wanted his job back at WWE. And I do know that, but so did um, Malachi Black or Aleister Black, however you want to do it. But all that shit ended up not being true. I think because there was nothing for William Regal to do. They wanted him to be a coach. He's like, no one wants to fucking be coached. So why am I here? I want my release. He probably had a, a clause where it was like, if there's nothing for me to do, then I can leave. Because it's not like he was a wrestler. That's where, like, I'm getting confused. Because, like, even when all the Malachi Black rumors were swirling around. Yeah, but he's a talent, though. He, I know. But he even went, like, out on social media and said, I'm just out for mental issues. And yeah. that was, like, he just, like, basically addressed the rumor. Like, it's mental issues. Calm the fuck down. Like, you don't know everything type of thing and after seeing I'm like I don't know like that's why I'm like really skeptical about the CM Punk shit that's why I'm really skeptical about this even but well the CM Punk thing's not gonna they're not we're not gonna figure anything out until he becomes 100% healed I think that they did the William Regal segment wrong okay whether he exits or not why because it was the perfect moments to realign MJF with the firm. Why did MJF attack him? It should have been Hathaway. You know, it should have been Stokely that attacked William Regal. And it should have been the way to realign MJF with the firm because the firm were separated from MJF because they had to change the whole storyline and it just didn't work anymore. But clearly they're going to realign MJF with the firm because of the things he said during his promo. So with their intent to realign MJF with the firm... Why not just have the firm attack William Regal? It would have made the most sense, you know? Yeah, but maybe that might have changed, too. MJF doesn't need anybody. <laughs> no, I don't think MJF needs anybody. I just think they're real. You know, and the even firm. the thing with William Regal. William Regal was like, you know, William Regal didn't even need to be with John Moxley. I, I think... He didn't need to be with anyone in that club. John Moxley can do promos. Brian Danielson could do promos. Claudio. I, I think putting William Regal in the group, though, was the perfect way to align those two because they were two different kinds of faces. You know, two different, like, they both were kind of like the face heel, but yeah. they were like completely different types. And it just, it was hard to go, like, how do these people team up and it makes sense without making one character go one way or the other right. way? And that makes sense. And when William Regal slapped them, or slapped Moxie and all that shit, and it's like, okay, <laughs> this makes sense. This this works. Okay. 
So I thought it was really well done. Um, and that's another thing. I think it's very possible that William Regal is actually leaving. Um, not because he has a clause or anything. Can I have a DoorDash for Jennifer? Yay, the first part of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> no, what I think, the reason why they did that, and it works perfectly, is because who was out there? Brian. Brian was the one who was protecting William Regal. Yeah. Brian was the one who went to William Regal's aid when he went to the ambulance. It's actually like the that. perfect way to disband... Um, disband the club. We'll disband Brian also, Danielson from um, from the club and like make him resent them and separate them again. But also, MJF needs an opponent, and Brian Danielson's a good opponent for MJF. And that's one of the, the top people that they're going to do. You know, of course, they're going to do Ricky Starks. And, of course, they're going to do... Um, I think Ethan Page is going to be a part of that, too. I, I, I know this is sad. But I actually won't be surprised if Ricky Starks becomes the champ. Eventually. No, I mean, like, I won't be surprised if MJF has a short title run. <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to drop the title. It doesn't make sense for them to drop the title off of him so quickly with all the buildup they've done. But if he does lose to Ricky Starks at Winter is Coming, I won't be surprised. Well, plus the next pay-per-view. I don't see it happening until the next pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view is not going to be until, like, February. It's March. They, like, moved it to March. Or March, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which gives plenty of time. I think it's weird to move that pay-per-view to March because you got this huge gap, and then you're going to go March, and then April, May. (laughs) You know? I mean, granted, it's at the end of May for Double or Nothing, but still, you're going to have, like, a shorter, like, a way shorter but I think it just comes down to the... I, I don't think AEW strategically puts pay-per-views anywhere other than the two that are on the Labor Day and Memorial Day weekends. Yeah, I think it's more about, we want this venue for this pay-per-view, so we're going to take the spot that's open. You know? I think that's what that's about. That's why I think the pay-per-view is going down in March because they're probably like, well, we, we can get you in here, but our slot's in March, not February. And they're like, fuck it, sign it up. I don't think it's that far from February either. I think it's only like a week. Yeah, it's like the beginning of March. It's like March 2nd or something like that. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, <coughs> but, yeah, it's. I think it just comes down to booking. They put in a bid and they go, yeah, sure. Oh, and plus the, dates. the London date. They're probably going, they're trying to go to London in March. It'll be interesting if they do Double or Nothing in the UK. Which would actually be a really fucking cool name, Double or Nothing in the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think they will, but it's going to ruin our plans. <laughs> it's going to save us a <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> we ruin our plans and that what's going to make me a little richer. <laughs> uh, take away take away the pay-per-view. It saves me so much money, please. <laughs> Because I can't say no. 
No, it's gonna... It's gonna be a... Interesting year next year for AEW. We're supposed to get some kind of like ROH information by the end of the year, though. I don't know when the fuck that information is coming out. I don't know. I mean, the pay-per-views this weekend, we might get some information that we thought we were going to get last pay-per-view. They kind of stacked this pay-per-view. So, we'll see what happens. I think it's early for the Acclaim and FTR to have a match. You claimed in... Yeah, I have a... F- it's Wednesday. Yeah. Are they having a title match? Yep. The only thing I could see is the gun club and... Uh, I could honestly see... Um, Jeff Jarrett. And- How many tag belts do FTR have right now, too? Um, three. Three? They got the, the AAA. Are they defending their uh, ROH tag titles at the pay-per-view? Officially? Not yet. I wouldn't be surprised if the acclaimed win and they set up like a take everything match. Maybe. Because you could say like all oh, the acclaimed haven't been champions that long, but if you look at like the few like it it would be okay. it wouldn't hurt them to have them drop the titles because they're not ex- they're a John Cena act, you know what I mean? Like, you eventually have to move these guys into more serious roles if you want them to be. You can't have, yo, listen, as the WWE Universal Champion mm-hmm. in the future. And if you have him as a world champion in AEW, you might just get a lot of internet fucking marks talking shit. It'll, it, yeah, it'll, it'll be like fucking, uh, when that, Guy from when that guy won the NWA title. Oh, uh, Titus. Ty- yeah, uh, yeah, Tyrus. Yeah. yeah, Tyrus. That if if you don't set it up right, so it actually wouldn't surprise me if if they use this to kind of rope it into a way for FTR to get all the belts. And then after after FTR gets all the belts, he'll have they'll have a best of seven with the Young Bucks after they're done with their trios, or they'll do the best of seven at the same time. So the Young Bucks are really fucking tired. <laughs> uh, well, the Young Bucks lost their FTR best of seven in four ma- in, in four matches. So so much for that. He was really tired and fell over. That fucking um, that fucking John Moxley and Adam Page shit felt pretty real. Oh, yeah, that was really good. That set up a really good feud right there. Like, there was a part where, like, Moxley fell and looked like he might have actually hurt himself. When he accidentally fell off the stage? Yeah, and fucking Hangman was like, oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Give me a piece. I hope he fucking can never wrestle. There, it was... It was like the Adam Page CM Punk feud that everyone actually wanted to see. Yeah. And CM Punk was like, I'm a little bitch. I'm offended. He he's talking shit to me. He he doesn't want my advice. I'm gonna go cry to Daddy Vince. Eh. 
Triple H, I'm sorry I said mean things about you in the past and your wife. <laughs> Fucking Moxley's like, punch me in the face. Make me lose some teeth, goddammit. Renee is in the corner going like, please don't. Stop, please. I gotta fuck that when I get home. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so remember we got that thing with Cincinnati. Remember we're going to that Bengals game. Please don't get concussed. <laughs> I want a husband that's fully cooperating. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's got, uh, Renee's got a thing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. So they do some kind of like pre or post game show. Or both, I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's Train Bell. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. It doesn't choo-choo it. It ding-dings. It's an electric. It's an electric train. Terrible timing. It's so great. It's so great because I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, that definitely helps for sure. I didn't hear it at all. That definitely helps for sure. Ah. Uh. Especially living out here, you don't hear it anymore. Yeah. Just block the traffic every now and then, but. Mm. <coughs> oh. Good old dead air. It's best. Dead air is so sexy. I got my Xbox uh, yeah, Series S. That's right. You installed your four games? Yeah, that's all I installed. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Uh, what games did you install? You got Destiny 2. I got Destiny 2. The show. The show. I don't know what else you got. Need for Speed. Okay. And I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Because I own that game. But I'm trying to. You just need to rotate them out. That's I'm all. trying to get that little expansion okay. card thing. Yeah. At least get the one terabyte. That's what I'm trying to do. But that thing cost two hundred dollars, and I was like, "Damn, I should have just thrown for the fucking X." Yeah, that's why I try to tell people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you that too. Yeah. Because you get a... Well, they didn't have them available. Walmart's like, oh, yeah, we're just giving these things away. Here you go. Yeah, you have to um, <laughs> go on, like, the Walmart or the Best Buy app or whatever and, like, go to the Series X or PlayStation 5 and, like, look for in-store availability. There's usually at least one store, or even Target sometimes has access available. And you just got to figure out what fucking store has it. But there's always something within, like, 20 miles from For the, for the X, PlayStation Five is a little more rare, but I have, I have, I've been seeing PlayStation Fives at uh, GameStops. But I've been okay with it, and now there's more cloud gaming for oh, yeah. Game Pass. So I've been playing a lot of cloud ga- uh, Forza and Horizon. <laughs> I think cloud gaming is the future, honestly. Like it's not perfect yet, but I just games are getting fucking large, you know? Yeah. 
and you it doesn't matter if you have a one terabyte a two terabyte like a one terabyte still only like eight games you know right so and then a lot of those smaller games xbox 360 games and xbox one games can stream no problem and look just as good as they did on those consoles so it's like yeah you can get a hard drive for those and have a lot more of those games on hand or you can just stream them and if they get taken off the game pass library not have to try to figure out which games you have to install or uninstall because they don't fucking uninstall games for you when they go off game pass i made that mistake i got an eight terabyte hard drive and installed like almost every game pass game and now like at least 20% of the games and you try to load them it says you don't own this game I'm just like fuck <laughs> so I just like erased the whole hard drive I was like I'll just start from scratch fuck this yeah that's what I was thinking of doing too and then I remember you saying something about that so you can't get the the Series SX versions onto those hard drives no I know so you're better off just fucking streaming because uh, Wendy's like I'll buy you a hard drive I'm like no don't buy my hard drive it's expensive He's yeah, like, this one's sixty bucks. I'm like, yeah, I can't use that hard drive. And I showed her the one. And I was like, yeah, it's this one. She goes, that's like two hundred bucks. Oh, expensive. She goes, you want it? I'm like, no, it's too expensive. I've <laughs> seen it. As, I've seen it as low as like one eighty. Yeah, like right now it's one eighty nine at GameStop. Yeah, but like I told I told her I was like, I don't want that. You're, it's too expensive. Don't buy me too much expensive shit. Because then I'm gonna have to buy something for you for Christmas, and I don't want to do that. Right? You're like, I'm, I'm tapped out. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's going to get you something anyway. She's going to be like, God damn it. Yeah. I bought you I bought you a gift already. I bought you a couple of gifts already. Yeah. You know, I didn't wait for Christmas. But because I'm probably not going to see you on Christmas. Therefore, I just came to you. <laughs> right? No, it's good. And then I got Andrew a couple things. And then I got Fawn a couple things. Yeah, you got to get Fawn some stuff for sure. Yeah, I got her a couple of hoodies. That's your backup plan right there. <laughs> That's my hope. <laughs> the hope, the hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh. She's not going to listen to something. She'll be like, oh my God, I listen to your podcast. You're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, she probably doesn't. I try to keep cool with that. This article is titled Stevie Ray Reveals What Went Wrong with the NWO. Nothing went wrong with the NWO. That shit went up and down in flames the way it should have in WCW. Vince fucked it up by bringing it back. Like, it had the perfect, like, beginning and end with the WCW version. Because I was like, look at this awesome group. Everyone loves them. All this star power. And then, of course, the star power is what destroys them. It's the perfect story. It's the perfect example of what not to do. And then Vince is like, let's bring it back and put Big Show in it. <laughs> you know, and like all this fucking shit. And like, it was just like adding members left and right. I think Booker T was in it at one point, wasn't he? Yeah. And I was like, this is worse than fucking Jeff Jarrett's Silver NWO. Holy fuck. So when he's like, that's the last time you're ever going to hear this music, NWO's dead, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you killed it, dude. I thought Jeff Jarrett killed it. No, Vince, you killed the NWO. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, did you see this? Governor Gavin Newsom is proposing a crackdown on price gouging on oil companies. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, the proposal will allow states to determine the allowable profit margin of oil 
companies operating in California. So they're going to figure out what an average price is going to be and be like, okay, you can't go over this price. Yeah, it's Gavin Newsom's plan to bring down the gas prices in California. And honestly, if he does that, oh my God, the wave of people that are going to be trying to come here because most people leave California because of gas prices. still waiting for my damn card you didn't get your card yet i'm supposed to get 350. all these states are giving out all these stimulus yeah not ours we got a neon sign and then they want to know why they got voted out yeah you guys definitely had some of the worst democratic like politicians like i'm not even shitting on democrats because I don't know. Like, I feel like Gavin Newsom gets so much shit from conservatives, but goddamn, does he make people happy? Mm. <laughs> and everything he's doing is very like in line with like the Democratic politician promises. Well, and he's stuff trying like to that. make everyone, you know, go. Oh, remember that COVID thing where I made like a bunch of money on my uh, vineyards while you guys were suffering? Yeah. Yeah, we're. I'll give you money here. Have some money. Forget. Yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely has a good understanding of damage control. And I don't know. I think a lot of Democratic politicians and liberal politicians should look at Gavin Newsom as an example of, like, how can you make this situation not as bad as it is already? Um, like, there is enough Republicans in California... Tell me to sign up for notifications. Um, which is a notification. It's a fucking catch twenty two. <laughs> Not um, insane, Lacey's saying. I don't know what the things are picking up. Thank you. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, I know. It's just. But no, it's he. Uh, he a lot of those politicians should really look at Gavin Newsom and he, I think he's leading by example. Oh yeah. I was going to say there's enough Republican voters in California to take out Gavin Newsom. There's a reason why they did it. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a fucking reason why they did it. Yeah. It's like here, everyone gets three fifty. Okay. I guess you'll stay just like when, when Trump won, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give everyone money. Everyone's like, okay. And then he won, and he yeah, gave everyone if, money. And we're like, if, cool. Arnold, <laughs> if Arnold Schwarzenegger can become governor, like, Gavin Newsom isn't foolproof. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, and all he had to do was, like, you know, give us some money, and he didn't. So. Of course, I think at that time everyone would be like, no, we don't need money. Yeah, there's a lot of... um political rumors going around that if Biden does choose to step down after like if he chooses not to run in 2024 there's a lot of rumor that they're going to push Gavin Newsom to run for president and I think he can win just lost all the conservative listeners right there yeah <laughs> 
Those people aren't trying to cancel people, though, so I'm cool. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Who was trying to get... Oh, Kanye. She watched that uh, interview he did with uh, your boy, Alex Jones. I didn't, but I heard he was wearing a fucking mask. Mm-hmm. Fucking weirdo, dude. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Did you watch it? Yeah, kind of. A little bit of bits here and there. I couldn't watch the whole thing. But Alex Jones is just sitting there going... Alex Guys. Jones had to be looking at his mask going, I'm weird, but this is different. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to get canceled, but I need the money because I just filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he was actually on a podcast with a a transgender podcaster recently. And he was taught because I guess um, she's a huge fan of his and wanted him on the show and was asking questions about the, the Sandy Hook court case and all that stuff and he, he was basically saying, like, yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, if you've watched any of my stuff on InfoWars lately, you can tell I've toned it down a lot because my attorneys told me to. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'll have a lot of fun being the crazy, outrageous guy because that's what people love to see. But can't be the crazy, outrageous guy anymore, guys. Sorry. Yeah, like, fucking Kanye <laughs> topped him on that crazy, outrageous thing. It made Alex Jones look like a saint. Yeah. Well, like- if anyone's wondering why Alex Jones isn't, like, if there isn't any new fucking videos of Alex Jones yelling and spitting while he's yelling it, it's all a hoax. It's, it's because of the court case. Uh, but when, like, Kanye is like, I like Hitler, everyone's like... Even Alex Jones is probably like... <laughs> like I don't know if I'm... <laughs> well, see, and that's, like, a really tough situation, too, because Alex Jones has been shitting on Ukraine lately, because of their militia's potential involvement with um, being new, being neo Nazis, so right off the Alex Jones has thrown a lot of hate towards Hitler. So it's really weird that Kanye would be like, "This is a safe place to say I love Hitler." <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking weird because anti-Hitlerism is fucking Alex Jones's go-to right now for hating on Ukraine. But he's not really hating on Ukraine. He's just hating on their fucking leader. Um, well, he's like, I have, you know, Kanye's like, I have pros and cons. You know, there's some cons about Hitler, but there's some pros. Kanye doesn't believe the Holocaust. <laughs> Kanye doesn't believe the Holocaust happened. So, oh, he's um, going to disappear, dude. <laughs> he's like... He's been saying all kinds of crazy stuff. He's definitely disappearing. But this is my theory. He is going ballistically balls out crazy right now because next year he's going to release the best fucking album ever. I, I definitely think Kanye's doing it to make money. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna create the best fucking album where everyone's going to be like, okay, we like Kanye again. Well, there was someone that recently did a song with Kanye and... Everyone was mad at him because he worked with Kanye, and it was after Kanye like went off the rocker. And the dude was like, "Dude, I'm a rapper. He's a rapper. I want notable artists on my album. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck how batshit crazy the dude is. Like, don't listen to it if you don't want to listen to it. But just because I put him on my song doesn't mean I support his views and beliefs. Yeah, I just want Kanye West on the fucking credits, okay?" <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He's going to create this big album. Because remember back like in the VMA days where he fucking Taylor Swift and did that shit. And then the next year, Taylor's like, I have a song about Kanye. And then she tried to make fun of him. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you go, girl. 
And then he just basically said, I'm a fucking asshole. There's a weird, like, super deep conspiracy about Kanye and fucking (laughs) Taylor. Like, and this whole, like, crazy Kanye thing is, like, part of it. Like, it's almost like pro wrestling, man. Like, it's like this weird gimmick thing that, like, Taylor's, like, this evil Illuminati cabal leader that's, like, trying to get Kanye killed. And Kanye's, like, getting ready. Like, it's like a fucking wild conspiracy. And when you actually, like, look at shit on paper and you look at Kanye's actions and, like, everything that's going on and you listen to the new Taylor album, it almost feels like fucking pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm like, they're doing this shit on purpose. They want the conspiracy theorists to fucking come up with their weird-ass theories. They are working together to make billions of dollars. I'm calling it. Yeah. You could defend Taylor Swift and say she would never work with Kanye. No, just, just think, why the fuck, Kanye, the the day he stood up and interrupted Taylor Swift, the plan was already in motion, like, this is all a billion dollar idea, no one else would do that, knowing it could risk their career, unless you knew, I'm good, this is just what I have to do, because I was told to do it, because I'm going to make a billion bucks after I do it, yeah, and she's going to make a billion bucks for hating on me. And her fans versus my fans is going to be a fucking billion dollar industry. I'm convinced. I don't believe all the fucking crazy conspiracies, but I do think this is a conspiracy that they're working together. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't have fucking Taylor Swift today being Taylor Swift today without Kanye. The Swifties would not be... I well, mean... Like, she would be popular, but she'd be popular like... Swifties wouldn't be on a bronies level yeah. if it wasn't for Kanye. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you have Taylor Swift tickets, I'd be very careful going to that show. Because there might be a Swifty riot. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be very careful. These fans... Uh, Taylor Swift might have fans more dangerous than the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Swifties are going to be on the FBI gang list. I'm calling it. <laughs> Little Jennifer, 16, from Wyoming. She's not so innocent. <laughs> she stabbed She stabbed this uh, poor guy who was able to get Swift tickets 27 times in the eyeball. Fuck, man. You know there's an FBI agent, like, peeking in on my phone call, hearing all this shit going, like, fucking A, he might be right. <laughs> we got to go to that Swift concert, boys. <laughs> Shit might get ugly. How are we gonna get tickets? We'll steal them from your daughter. Yep. No, I'm telling you, fucking. And I'm not talking about toxic Swifties. I'm not talking about toxic. I'm not. I'm not talking about the regular Taylor Swift fans, the normal ones. I'm talking about the toxic ones. Is what yeah. I meant to say. Like, if you got Taylor Swift tickets and you're happy and you're dealing with all the hate, good for you. I'm glad. Like, I'm sure. I mean, we had some pro wrestling marks that were going nuts when the first double or nothing sold out. But hey, everyone survived. No one, no one got trampled at at that event. But definitely be careful. There are some toxic fucking Swift fans, and don't don't turn Kanye into fucking. Don't turn Kanye into Donald Trump. Like, if there's someone who likes Kanye's music, don't just. Assu- don't immediately associate them with racism and Hitler. Goddammit. They can hate Kanye's ass and still listen to his music. It's possible. You know? They might not want to buy it. They might want to steal it, but 
I'm saying don't fucking judge a book by its cover. If they want to listen to some Kanye, let them listen to some Kanye before you judge their ass. I don't I don't listen to Kanye. Her tickets went down though. They're like at three hundred now. Yeah, that's they were at like five thousand. No one's gonna buy them for that. Yeah. Well, it's because they did a pre-sale and it was based on the pre-sale was based on how big of a fan ta- of a Taylor Swift you are. And now they're uh, they're suing Ticketmaster over that. Literally, the pre-sale was just give us your email and we'll send you a pre-sale code, and that's that. Like, well, no, because they also worked with um, a car, a credit card company. Yes, they Ticketmaster works with American Express, yeah. but not everyone who uses American Express got tick. I mean. What I'm saying is, I know of people who did get tickets that do not have American Express that just had. No, a I know that. Them. I was just like, because they were saying a lot. Of, I listened to these other two man. girls, and they were talking about the Taylor Swift thing, and they were like, "Yeah, it was like fucking ridiculous that you try to get tickets, and they were up like three thousand, five thousand, you know, because the tickets were as soon as they started selling." Once the depletion went, the rise went up. So it started rising more and more and more. Yeah. And now all these Swifties are suing Ticketmaster for that. That's not what I... Okay, so this is basically what I heard had happened from someone who actually got tickets. Like, Mm -hmm. not someone I know, just someone I know that got tickets. Okay. They went in the queue in the morning. There was an issue with scheduling for the East Coast and the West Coast. Yes. So they delayed the ticket release. And yeah. they made people stay in the queue for seven hours. But when you were in the queue, they said, do not close this window. Do not refresh this page. When the queue is ready to go, it'll go. Stay on this page. So the guy that I know of that did get tickets, he was in that queue page for seven hours. Didn't fucking refresh. None of that. Didn't leave his house. Nothing. Um, and sure enough, after fucking, and it was no like indicator. It wasn't a, he just had to wait for it and he was able to get tickets. And from my understanding, he didn't use American Express or anything like that. He just had a pre-sale code. And one thing he was able to gather in information was a lot of people that were upset that didn't get tickets are people that didn't even get pre-sale codes that were just waiting for general sell tickets the next day or whatever yeah and they canceled the next day yeah because there were so many people with pre-sale codes that it was just they they didn't expect it so they just added they basically added um the tickets and a lot of people that didn't have pre-sale codes still got in and were able to buy tickets that day um but as far as i know like the price didn't change at all it was just based on like where you wanted to be um, like if you want to sit down, it usually costs more. Standing is usually cheaper in some of those venues. But I don't know. It was something like there was 14 million people trying to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times you reset it and let people rebuy tickets. If 14 million people are trying to buy tickets, they're like, no, 
you're going to have upset people every time because there isn't 14 million seats. Right. But it was 14 million per, like, so that pre-sale code that you got was for the general area that you're in. Yeah. A lot of people were trying to do pre-sale codes and trying to get, because they were trying to do the first show and like there was the two people I listened to, they were trying to do the first show in Arizona because Paramore is going to be the opener. Yeah. And that's the only time that they're going to do it. And people were trying to buy tickets for that thing like crazy because you know how big Paramore is right now. Yeah. I think that, I think sometimes you just got to buy the tickets that you get offered. Like, yeah, but like, yeah, and a lot of Swifties are getting angry. They're like, well, I've seen Taylor eight times. I'm more of a fan than you. I should be able to go. You've never seen Taylor. Like, there should be more of a reason to let that motherfucker go see Taylor if they've yeah. never seen Taylor. It's like fucking Comic-Con. Oh, I've been to Comic-Con every year and I get tickets. I'm like, I've Good never been and I want to fucking go. Yeah. But like you got the fucking tickets. Yeah. I'm like, fucking A, man. Because that's bullshit, too, what Comic-Con does. They fucking, they'll sell you the ticket and they'll be like, oh, well, next year you get the, you know, you have the option of buying that same exact ticket. And it's like, they shouldn't. Yeah, Comic-Con. And you have to register for Comic-Con, the website to buy tickets, a year before they go on sale. So if you haven't been a member on their website for a year when the tickets go on sale, it'll say you have to have a membership. You have to have a login for 12 months before you can buy tickets. So you have to wait till the next one. And then you can't, you can't buy preview day tickets until you go to Comic-Con once. So after you go to Comic-Con, the next year when you can buy your tickets again, you can buy preview day as well. Yeah, and you can't even uh, sell them. No, you can't, yeah, it's tied to your account. So if you want to go with someone, you also have to have them create an account that has to be 12 months old. Yeah. Comic-Con is a fucking bitch. And if you think the ticket process sucks, wait till you get to Comic-Con. Well, that's why they started doing more Comic-Cons now. LA just had their Comic-Con, I think, last weekend. Yeah, Comic-Con, downtown San Diego, fucking awful, man. I've never been, but, like, the way they, like, close the streets and stuff, like, you're using Uber whether you like it or not. It was, well, I went once, but I didn't get to go inside, but I get to walk around. So they were doing events at, like, Petco Park and stuff, which was kind of cool that you can go into. Because there was a lot of stuff around the area that you can go into if you didn't have a ticket. Or you have to have, like, some kind of, like, badge or whatever, but we just snuck in. 55. So we had we we snuck in and did little parties and stuff like that, which was kind of fun. <laughs> I saw Chris Hardwick. Oh, that's cool. I feel like this has been the edgiest episode we've ever done. <laughs> taking dumps on Kanye Swifties, taking I don't know. I might have praised Alex Jones a little bit, saying that he's not as crazy as fucking Kanye. Um, you can just see it in the video, and he's just like. Mm. I want to say something, but I can't. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And he's wearing a mask. He's basically wearing the same exact mask that he would um, when Donna came out. And he did that pre-release. At the, oh, okay. He's wearing that same black mask. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I took a shit on conservatives and liberals at the same time. I don't know how I did that, but I know I did it. Eh. <laughs> I'm just all over the fucking place. I want to be like a more fun and exciting Alex Jones. I want to fucking be controversial shit, but I don't want to piss as many people off. Yeah. <laughs> My God, hurry up. And I don't want your money. <laughs> If y'all want to send Cody a MacBook Pro or a gaming laptop, though, you go right ahead. That's, yeah, I, would, <laughs> I appreciate that. I would love to be a professional podcaster, and that would help out a lot. Right. Even even if we make money off this in the future or become famous, we will never be professional podcasters. Well, I would like to be one of those podcasters that have a MacBook. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Eventually, we'll be upgraded to FaceTime episodes. Yeah. Lacey's not on the podcast because she doesn't have Apple. <laughs> All right. That is the end of episode 42. I really want to verify this. I really want to verify this. Episode 42. I'm so hard, boys. Was that it? I'm so hard, boys. That's it. Episode 42. Chronic Cluckers out. Later. Bye.